You're listening to the Panda Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Trash Podcast. No. So, so wait, are we changing from pandas to trash pandas now? Might as well be. It's been nearly. It's been nearly like what? When was the last one put out? June. May. Yeah. We were on like a good record-breaking sprint, and then suddenly we all had lives. Must be nice oh, to no. back to a situation with no lives again. I, I don't think I had live then. To be fair, since then. Yeah. I mean, it's been an interesting uh, few months. I mean, we did try and record, I should point out, we did try and record this about six weeks ago, and then uh, somebody who shall remain nameless fucked up the recording and lost all the audio, audio by his own voice, but lo and behold, you know, yeah. We're all looking at you, Shifish. <laughs> well, at least you're not the one to fuck up most, you know. At least you don't shout, stop the count, stop the count. Yeah, <laughs> today seems like a minutes. very good day to be uh, relaunching this, uh, considering. <laughs> I think we timed it quite nicely, waiting for Saturday as well. But uh, uh, guys, stop the count I and I won this election, famous lot. Guys, apparently this, this is how it's done now. So I hereby announce that I am the new president of the United States. I mean, Trump donuts, so I, I, th- I think that works. Yeah. Yeah. Although even Fox so, News so. disagree with him, which I thought I'd never see. So just in case you're living under a rock, we are talking about the US elections. And I do understand we need to point out to some of you lot, because judging by what I've seen on Twitter, some of you people living in the UK are thick. I'm seeing people on Instagram stories going, oh, Biden won, oh, come on. He voted for Boris Johnson 11 months ago. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck me. 11 months, you know? Yeah, time, time I'm just quick. thinking too bad there's not an election this year because you have a similar sort of wave impact, although it'll be close. Mm-hmm. Majority election, let's put it that way. But anyway, I mean, it's, it's good news that Orange Man is gone, although the wave of destruction he might leave in the next two months. Wait, wait he probably said he won this election by a lot. I know, but you can't say that and then spend the whole day on the golf course. He's not going out without a fight. Definitely, he's not going out without yeah. a fight. It's going to be funny, though. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. Inti- I'm. I'm hoping we're going to get a pay per view of him getting dragged out of the White House. Or oh, it'll be beautiful. He's just having a tantrum. He's just having yeah. a tantrum right now. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to unpack here. I think obviously we're talking about the election as well, but I think we'll just be talking about the general impact and what's the future, not just over there in the US, but over here. What the impact could have here with obviously our. Brexit bingo negotiations and you know, I see Boris Johnson joined the party quite late in congratulating Joe Biden. Uh, oh, has he finally uh, sent out a tweet? I mean, yeah, he got a tweet. Dominic Robb said quite the wording of a tweet is was about uh, enjoying the future discussions about our shared priorities and like, huh. well, I think oh, shared priorities. I think uh, you know Irish blood Biden might have a few things to say about your shared priorities on the Irish border, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm literally keeping the receipts of these Tory MPs, mate. One of them called Joe Biden an IRA sympathizer. Heard that one before, haven't oh, we? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on what basis? No. Uh, because of the um, Good Friday, his comments on the Good Friday Agreement a few months back about how if basically if he was president that the UK and US will not have a good trade deal or any trade deal if they break that international agreement. You know, a law that oh. to break for the last like four months. That that bit. And at the time, I think every Tory MP, including the Prime Minister, like uh, butt out about about this business. You're not president. Can't say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the breakdown of it's been quite interesting, especially with the race in the last four states, particularly with Georgia. I think, obviously, in the popular vote, Democrats always seem to. I don't think they've only lost the popular vote twice in the last three decades. Yeah. But obviously, with the American system, they run by something called the Electoral College, which I know you guys are all aware of. Just to cover it. It's a sort of. I don't really know how to describe it, really, because it's similar to proportional representation, but it's like that on steroids, I guess, with the seats. It's. Yeah, it's like yeah. depending on the population size of each state, then they're designated a certain number of Electoral College votes. And then every candidate has to win a majority vote to get all the votes so it's not proportional in that sense so it's like winner takes all in each state yeah more or less yeah and um yeah that's why donald trump got three million votes less than clinton last time and still won yeah which is hilarious but but popular votes now about five million behind so Mm. for that context if it was running by the election probably would have been called on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, here we are on Saturday evening. It's only being called now because he's got enough seats through Pennsylvania. Uh, I just want to say uh, my 306 prediction is looking pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Uh, shout out to uh, the BBC. Obama for that. Post this uh, statement. Congratulations, Joe Biden, on the election. I'm just seeing loads of Trump supporters commenting underneath. This is not going oh. to age well. Did I tell you guys what happened to me yesterday? What happened? Uh, Twitter. Oh, that was a segue. Twitter. No, no, no. It's it's related because I replied okay, okay. to a tweet about uh, Ted Cruz backing Trump. Basically. Oh, Ted Cruz um, is a bitch, man. Yeah, well, that's what I basically said in a reply under the tweet. Uh, you know, you know, Ted Cruz, uh, his wife. Hey, you remember Ted Cruz uh, buttercup thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Where, where he said, "Oh, um, my." A butter cow. My daughters like butter. Actually, the first word they ever said was "I love butter," which is on his education. That was the first sentence he ever said. That's like a massive progress from no one children saying "dada" or "mama" to someone saying "I love butter, daddy." I mean, we're talking about the same proportion of that population that marries each other's cousins so it's not mm. surprising and children emulate what their parents say so i mean i don't know what's been going on in that household for their oh, first words to be i love so butter is, daddy is, is, is his wife is his wife saying i love butter daddy too <laughs> exactly Boy. but yeah there was a lot of bad blood obviously before trump got elected on that but mm-hmm. anyway uh yeah the, he became his ultimately became his bum chum ass buddy uh mm-hmm. and did uh, become the republican nominee yeah, basically I said something about that underneath Mark Ruffalo, the Incredible Hulk, the Marvel films. And uh, suddenly I was inundated with abuse from someone called the Liberal Tears. Uh, some guy 
happens to be a former member of the American Navy, even though he looks about 12 in his profile picture. Other guy who just had, like, uh, his name was very apt. It was like Bastard Son or something. I was like, I bet you're a bastard of someone's. Anyway, it was about talk. One of them said, uh, why don't you go back to beheading Catholic priests, um, which I call them out on racism, and then they came to know, oh, don't you know, of your own country. It's like, no, you've said that because you thought I was a Muslim. Jesus. Uh, there was the other one where he was saying, how you can't even carry guns in your own country. Uh, didn't really respond the way I wanted, but I just kept sending in scrubs memes. Why do Americans think that's a flex or something, you know, oh, yeah, you can't carry like, guns? Uh, I bet you're stabbing someone with a spoon. I was like, well, you know, I bet someone shot up your children in the school, but you're not... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. laugh at that, but still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've we yeah, got to give it as good as we yeah. take it, man. And the other guy tried to start on me because he's British as well, and uh, he ended up actually getting uh, his account suspended by Twitter when I reported him, because so. <laughs> he was racist, because it divulged into packy this, packy that. At least it's yeah. kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think uh, what my point is at the moment, a lot of things that are anti-Trump or pro, like Biden or Harris, uh, you've got a load of these uh, influences of evil descending upon Twitter to give their two cents worth. Fucking Trump acolytes. Unless you've really not got a lot of time, if you've got a lot of time in your hands like I did yesterday. Um, because they're crying right now, to be honest. So, How is America choosing so many bad presidential candidates? Uh, Hillary wasn't exactly the best candidate either. It's it's the super packs, mate. It's it's the backing, basically. It all yeah. comes down to money. This is this uh, is the power of like central, centralism. Mm. Yeah, as, as much as I don't like Joe, he's yeah, he's not. Oh, sorry, as much as I don't like Trump, Joe isn't exactly the best. Oh no, no, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm more anti-Trump than pro-Biden, mate. I'm I'm just like he's a weird but, guy, oh, weird well, weird guy. I'll go. With that video, I'll just point out it was generated by Breitbart News, so <laughs> they're known for their um, doctoring of history and stuff as well. I will say that Joe Biden isn't going to last long. He will be a one-term president. Oh, yeah. He's, I think he said it, though. He, he did say that he would only serve yeah. one term anyway. And I'd say just from the way the votings worked, particularly in Georgia, a lot of the votes come from Atlanta, and you see the breakdown of votes by the country, you'd see if everyone if folks just counted from people of color and young people it would pretty much be all 51 states voting for democrats i think it's quite a strong message that it's not because of joe Biden, but it's also because of that one you've got a uh, vice president who is female and a person of i hate that term person of color it's just like oh who, shit you know, white people are like yeah, transparent just, or something it's just ridiculous. It is so like, weird, man. Politically correct times, you know. I, I've got no no problem with someone generalizing me as Asian. Yeah, or, just, just calling me black. I mean, and it is yeah, what it is. Yeah. Like, person POC. I find it surprising when they call uh, black people in America African Americans. Like, it's, so you know it so yeah. it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Exactly. It makes no sense, man. Honestly, America's just America's a weird, weird country. I've I've said this from day one, man. From when ah, oh, from when I told you lot, like when I was in Little Havana in Miami, and I basically saw a flipping I'm MAGA. I know uh, a MAGA fan store that literally had like Trump sweets. Uh, I just knew that that place was finished absolutely that's finished what, um, that's what one trump florida was the 
uh, former diaspora of Cuba mm-hmm. and then uh, tried to escape, quote-unquote, communism and believing Joe Biden is a... I'm quite going to say it straight away. Joe Biden's a communist. Uh, I mean, Bernie's a communist and he's probably the most left-wing radical part from AOC in the US. And I think he was here. If he was here, he'd probably be more akin to Starmer's politics. But, mm. you know, it's it's good news in a way because... Obviously, one, it gets rid of Trump, who has been a shit stain on Western politics since 2015. And also, it's Joe Biden, whilst we point out he's, he's not perfect by any means, he does have a sketchy record in terms of his dealings with the Middle East. Um, but it's someone who is a career politician and is also someone who's actually managed to sort of, I guess, unify the party in a way with the way he's um, built a relationship with Bernie Sanders since winning. He's more valuable. Like, you can put pressure on him. Absolutely. To make a change. There's more of a direction for progressive policies, Mm. especially if they can get control of the Senate in in January with the two runoff elections. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's going to be quite a big change. And what will happen there will directly relate to what's going to go on here in terms of Green Deals and that. Keir Starmer said it to me. I know he's not many people's favourite person right now if you're a member of the Labour Party. Uh, but he, from his like response to it, there is a commitment there to to a green deal. I think, alongside obviously anti-racism, the green deal is one of the most important things for the future of any economy, any any country at the moment. Because you can't argue about these things without a planet to bloody live on. So I think those two commitments there uh, from both sides is it's quite important. And I think the Democrats over there have got more fighting chance of finding some sort of progressive policies and progression in terms of improving society than maybe we have over here at the moment yeah uh not to say that it's not going to be a long hard road over there because i mean the country is clearly divided we can see from the vote shares though biden's probably won the i think the highest popular vote uh by margin at the moment it's just because it's also the highest um turnout in history well america's turnout's usually really low it's weird yeah, yeah, what I was going to say like is... 30 million people. What I was going to say is, is Trump's actually overtaken Obama's 2008 uh, winning amount of votes. Yeah. That says a lot about how divided um, America is. But having again, having said that, if you look at where the Democrats have won their battlegrounds, it's in states they didn't expect to actually win, like Georgia. Pennsylvania was on their cards as a toss-up. They expected to win in Florida, and I think it's the Cuban vote that's that's lost in that. I will vote for Donald Trump. I, I keep seeing that yeah. song everywhere, man. It's, no, <laughs> it's so weird. No. Like, them man fully concept, love him. Man. They, 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 the whole MAGA yeah, thing is just like a cult. Here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it's even as much as that. It, well, they obviously do love him, but I think it's the, the hate Castro. Yeah. Behind that, Biden's the incarnation. And I was like, no, no, stop this. Castro's been dead for about stop four years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's, oh. it's so it's so bad. Oh, hey guys, for a guy who spends the amount of time on the golf course like Donald Trump does, apparently he's terrible. Like his handicap, shit. Like I was talking about this with my mum earlier, and she was quite stunned about that, considering he owns about twenty golf courses, isn't he? Yeah, big oh, question: really? Who who would yeah. win in a who would win in a 
round of golf, me or Donald Trump, because you lot know how bad I am. I've, I've, I've made some. Uh, no, to, to be fair, Donald Trump spends so much time on a golf course, I think he would when he, he, he spends a lot of time. He probably spends more time there than in Oval Office. True, true. No, no, that, that's facts. He probably will spend more time there in, than he will in the Oval Office for the next two months as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think more of a, that's more of a tribute to how terrible you are at golf, Aaron, than uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the driving range in Canary Wharf, they, they know me. Um, um, I'm not like, they probably have people watching me whenever I go there because I'm that bad. It's dangerous. You, you can't change, you almost beheaded me, remember? Well, I nearly pinged the ball back at myself, so, you know. Uh, we'll yeah, I still don't know how you did. How the fuck did you do it? I don't know, man. You nearly fell off the edge, so I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. We're all terrible. We're all bad. Actually, no, no, we're all bad. Let me not. Let me not. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know who that is, so I'm not acknowledging that. I might keep that in there. No, no, I might not even bleep it, you know. When's the last time you messaged us? Anyway. I'm only joking. Kind of. Back to the US. Um, how important was the? This sounds like a bloody dissertation. My mom just tried skyping me. Uh, just, oh. <laughs> Don't worry, I've been getting a lot um, of that as well. Cousin, aunt. I said it's eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll get WhatsApp call it to ignore. So you'll know mm. that's from. Uh, and if she hears that and she's heard. It's, to ignore, I'm in trouble, but when am I not? So, Damn. This is what, no, it's not that bad. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to be a lad about this anyway. <laughs> I've had a drink, so. Um, right, yeah, back to, back to, back to the, the argument, because, um. Mm. What, 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 what are we talking yeah. about? I uh, think we're kind of well, fried. The impact of, of, of the, the, again, I hate this term, but the impact of the left on, on getting votes as well, because, again, these battlegrounds have been in, Atlanta, Detroit, places like that, where the urban population is heavily favoured to like skew towards like the black population, and that's what essentially has got them over the line, especially in those states. Mm. Can lessons there from uniting behind the likes of AOC and Ilhan Omar be learnt for Labour Party here for winning the next general election? Because at the moment, you've got a quite a polarised Labour Party where. Anyone who supported the previous regime under Jeremy Corbyn has sort of been told, essentially by Keir Starmer, that your, your support's not wanted in the party. No, uh, Labour just moving mad. They're literally just moving mad. The fact they're supporting that crime, well, they're not support. They might as well be supporting. I'm, I'm not on this absten abstination business. You're not, you know, abstaining. The only thing people should be abstaining from is, well, nothing. Do what you want to do in it, but. The fact that they're abstaining from this crime bill that can basically have people torture and kill you with no repercussions. I mean, you could basically get tasered by a traffic warden and there'll be yeah. no repercussions on, on them. So Well, it's like, us, it's like I was saying to you when the vote came out, you could get assassinated by someone from the food standards agency with your nut allergy and that... that don't get away. I know that's a very... They would fully get away with it. Example. But you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like you say, the logic of abstaining from these kind of bills, which are essentially would be, if we're part of the EU, still would be against numerous human rights laws. To abstain from stuff like that is 
as an opposition, how can you expect to be an effective opposition if you're choosing to... By abstaining, you're supporting the government. By yeah. That's been my biggest criticism of Keir Starmer. I've tried to defend him. Same, I've tried being, you know, give him a chance. It's four years till the next election. I'd rather see Labour in government than these lunatics. Well, yeah. It's that's, that's like, you know... In, in yeah. the US, you'd rather see Biden than Trump. I'd mm. rather see Starmer. And if there was a general election tomorrow, I would still vote for Keir Starmer. But mm. I'm damn sure I'm going to give him my, my money as, part, as being a Labour Party. Member. Exactly. Uh, by doing that, because I don't agree with the way he's he's run things, he can he can potentially turn it around. But for me, he's already burnt a lot of bridges now with the way he's treated some members of the party. Um, to your right, yeah, you should be fighting anti-Semitism, but but that same energy needs to be put into defending your black Labour MPs who have been abused, threatened mm-hmm. their lives over the last four years, and not a word's been said on it. Exactly. And look how many that's, Asian that's MPs have been well. getting racial abuse as well. The only thing I saw them talk out was when uh, Jess Phillips, who she looks like, she reminds me, have you, ever, have you lot ever seen Attack on Titan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. she reminds me of a Titan for some reason. I, I don't know what it is, but she looks like the type of person that would just resort to cannibalism. I, I don't like her anyway, but yeah. Jess Phillips is the biggest gaslighter in the Labour. She's one of the reasons why 2017 wasn't a Labour victory, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, that's why that's why I sort of I let Keir Starmer off a little bit because he did he was supportive of that. Exactly. He part of me thinks was he behind the scenes orchestrating it? And I remember Tom Watson was there. So oh yeah, I forgot about him. He's uh, fucked off as well, hasn't he? And if it, and just on that anti-Semitism issue, if it's such a big issue, why is Ian McNichol still a member of the Labour Party? Exactly. Why has he not been suspended? You know, he he is the biggest perpetrator of anti-Semitism. The evidence is quite clear. And yet, he's still there uh, and still seemingly having some kind of influence. If you're going to do a wholesale uh, like that, you need to be consistent. That's all. I've, that's all I'm asking for. But anyway, back back to what I was trying to say. Do you see maybe then seeing what's happened in the US? Is there going to be a shift to strategize behind in in key urban areas? I guess in city areas to try and use those progressive policies to try and garner votes because. I've always believed the biggest untapped bit of um, votership in the UK, like in the US, is the black vote and the Asian vote as well. Mm. I think the Asian vote, to a degree, gets skewed a little bit because of populism's taken off in India. With that, I've always said Modi is the architect of this populism that Trump affected in the US. Um, and I think you do get a lot of middle-class Indians in this country, mainly first-generation people that have come from India and living here that would support own prejudices i think my generation second and third generation second and third generation are a bit better in acknowledging that what's been said there and what's been done there is wrong but yeah i mean do, do, is that the key to winning a general election here um yeah they can flip key key areas but you know labor obsessed with this so-called red wall that they assume you know they lost because oh because of Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn was just one factor. It was Brexit. It's as simple as that. Brexit was the one reason why most of those people voted Tory for the first time in their lives. They're like, oh, my grandma never voted Conservative. My family never voted Conservative. But I voted Conservative for the first time. And then four months later, I ate the Tories. They fucking killed me, granny. And this and that. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what. It's like some from Stockport. <laughs> Good I was trying to go for uh, Yorkshire, I but I kind of flopped. Uh, Donald Trump is golfing right now, and that's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, 
It does look a little bit like Aaron to be first swing. Swinging a golf club. Swinging a golf club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging a golf club. Golf club. Uh, I don't swing. I think, yeah, on that issue, yeah, it's a twofold thing. One is because of lack of a clear stance on Brexit. I think we are seeing now if he did put a Remain stance, I don't think it would have helped much. No, the Lib Dems got fried, man. Yeah, I don't think Jeremy Corbyn, the reason he didn't say that was because I don't think Jeremy Corbyn believed in a Remain stance either. Oh, no. Because people voted to, to leave. And that's, as we keep saying to people in the US that are hats, that is how a democracy works. It is what it is. What's going to happen with the wall, by the way? What's going to happen with the wall? Because he did make some, like, modules and started constructing it now. I heard, I heard there's a new wall going down. To be, to be fair, there's, like, there's been walls going up, but it's not, like, his super wall, you know, his fucking Game of Thrones wall, wall that he wanted to build. It was nothing more than a propaganda machine, that, because yeah. I think... Legally, he wouldn't actually be allowed because the, the guy had fencing, <laughs> like, pay for it. He, he had fences that people could just literally slot through if they wanted to, they could literally sidestep it. So it wasn't much of a war. The war was about as useful as the fencing around Fallowfield student accommodation. <laughs> wow, yeah, I, I, hours, uh, so. I feel sorry for them a lot, man. Man, Mancunian students are, are in hell. That's a, another issue to. We point out now. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're officially in lockdown. Lockdown two, electric boogaloo, aren't we? We're in at time of recording. We're in day three. Three? Yeah, yeah. Day three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This week's been unusually long. I don't know where it's just because I've been watching CNN practically. I think it is that you know. The amount of adverts they put in. It's tiring. Yeah, um, I, I don't know what to say about lockdown. Two. One, why have they closed my gym? Uh, 0.03% of... 0.03 seems to be a popular these days, or any denomination of a decimal point of three. But that's the rate of transmission for COVID linked to any gym in the UK. And yet, gyms have been shut down, to which leads to, on, I believe, Thursday morning, a tank turning up outside Westminster... Mm-hmm. Uh, protesting against uh, that decision to close gyms during lockdown too. Oh, I just want to question how a tank's got through to fucking Parliament Square. That's what I was wondering. I mean, I know it had grenade on it and everything, and, you know, everyone knows the, yeah. some crazy pre-workout. I mean, that shit, I've taken that before. Um, when so I used, it was it me that gave you that? Yeah, you gave me the first, like, taste, the sample. That, that got me addicted. I'm that shit sorry. was weird, man. The lemon flavour, oh, I'm my sorry. God. I remember once, I had that before a two-hour gym session, right? That lemon flavor, I could taste it on the one. I felt I like think, I was sweating it. I don't think I've had pre-workouts since 2015. <laughs> it was bad. That stuff is oh, evil. God. Like, oh, it, it, it would burn your stomach. Mm. It would burn, I don't know how these, like, gym influencers, like, can advertise and have that on the day. I don't want to know what. Like, that stuff is sherbet and ketamine. That's that's all I can think of. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, that, I don't know how that tank turned up. I don't know how it got got around. It's fine. Uh, Borat tweeted in response to stop the fraud by Donald Trump. 
This is a sad day for US and A. Premier McDonald Trump has. I love, how, I love how he's doing the accent as well. <laughs> Everyone now voting against Glorious Vidal is highly illegal. It is probably all the women and Jews with their stupid democracy. McDonald will be remembered as the greatest dictator in US and A. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man, that guy. <laughs> oh, breaking news. I think Marcus Rashford's managed to secure another U turn. Another one? Just had a great conversation with the Prime Minister. Now it's time for collaboration. He saw the goals. He's gone by the balls, that's why. What mm -hmm. Shame he was shit today, but you know. <laughs> scored a hat trick against Leipzig, so who cares? <laughs> um, yeah. Where were we? Lockdown 2. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the mental health impact this is going to have a lot of people. Other countries in Europe have had a lockdown, and having a lockdown, particularly in Germany and France, uh, and that's being pointed as the reason why this can't be considered a government failure. Well, I'm sorry. In France and Germany, one, they've got a bit more freedom than what we've got here. Two, they've got an effective track and trace system in place. And three, they've not got morons in charge that have let the scale of COVID escalate to 20,000, 30,000 cases a day. Four exactly. So don't give me that argument when the statistics are there for clear to see. Don't give me the argument that they've been doctored or anything like that. It's it's quite clear this has been ineptitude from this government right from the start and right to the finish, right into the day Boris Johnson leaves Downing Street. It is going to be a shit show. Whoever replaces him in that party, it's still going to be a shit show, particularly if it's your beloved dishy rishy chancellor who has fucked all of you lot in terms of the economy for the next four to five years minimum. Very minimum. Boy, the way people's people's tax codes are going to be so people's tax codes are going to be changing soon. I'm telling you. The situation of the way the economy has been handled, and again in comparison to the rest of Europe, to have a last minute U-turn to extend furlough for six months. How can that not point to a failure and abdication of government? You, you know, I know a couple of my friends who were on furlough still. They kind of got made redundant. And then, you know, they did this U-turn because work suddenly picked up now. And it's like, they don't really know what to do now because obviously the architecture industry is not at the best point right now. It's rough. Oh, so. Oh, finally. Oh, what, was the final, what was the final thing on that? Do you know? Well, yeah. Biden. <laughs> Thank God. By two, uh, by 2%. I should have oh, put 2%. fucking money on 306, god damn it. Do you, <sighs> no, do you know what I should have done? Georgia and North Carolina still haven't finished voting. Uh, so. George is going to a recount either way, but I think Biden's got enough of a lead there. To, when uh, I was watching this overnight and Biden's chances of becoming president went down to 29% and Trump's went up to 65 That's when I should have placed a bet. Yeah, on, on Tuesday, on Tuesday so night. So 4am. Brilliant, yeah. At that point, though, I was too upset. At the Same, I was, I was like, my throat was hurting. I was just like, nah, 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 this, this can't. I had 2019 election vibes again. I, I felt sick. Oh, God, yeah. I'd yeah, that, that, that triggered me, that, man. The exit poll. Oh, my that God. That exit poll was when evil. Saw, when I saw so, the American so exit Alaska, So until Alaska, they don't need to vote anymore. <laughs> they don't need to count. Alaska is just weird. They 50%. Yeah. <laughs> Alaska's a dead state, man. It is, um, man. Yeah, that exit poll, yeah. But then when I saw the American exit polls, like, there'd be things a little bit differently over there. Their exit polls on issues they felt strongly about. And... To my horror, 
well, well, I shouldn't say horror because it's kind of positive. The view of people there is that they should have free healthcare. America has problems of racism and a few other progressive things. And just sort of like, and that's on a Fox News poll. Yeah, with Fox News viewers, and it's just like, I'm astounded that you have that mentality. Yeah. I guarantee you, 80% of them still vote. No, the problem is, right, so my aunt was telling me that in Florida, not only did they have their general election, they also had a referendum on increasing the minimum wage in the state to $15 an hour. Guess what happened? It won. It was carried. So I'm like, wow, $15 an hour minimum wage. Isn't that what certain progressive Dems were talking about, but were called socialists? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. a Republican-heavy I mean, state. At the end of the day, man, people just want to pay their bills, in it. Like, you know, people want to get exactly. to work on time. People want to be in a sense of social security. Nothing to do with socialism no, no. or conservatism, man. No one in any country gives a shit about socialism in the true sense because at the end of the day, exactly, as you say, we're all just trying to survive in this world. And mm. it's only people... Uh, Millionaires and billionaires that seem to have a strong issue about socialism, strong views either way on it. I mean, I don't personally subscribe to myself or that. I, I mean, my views are probably considered left-wing, mm. but I also understand the importance of a thriving economy. Uh, exactly. I believe that if I'm having to pay all my tax money, so should fucking Amazon. <laughs> so I don't give a shit about paying tax as long as the people that have way more money than me are paying more tax than me, as they should. Uh, damn, if we weren't paying taxes, we'd be able to buy drones as well. Uh, you know. <laughs> I can't believe mm. it's used as a fucking policy line by the Republicans and by the Tories that they will raise your taxes. And it's like, well, no, in reality, I'm never going to earn over 400000 a year. So no, it's not going to raise your taxes. Is that what really what the hill with people over there are dying on? Over here dying on 400000 And the problem in both countries is you've got this mentality of, Oh, I'll be ri- I might be rich someday, so I don't want to be taxed that much. And it's just ridiculous the way it's, it's a lot. It's crabs in a it's crabs in a bucket, man. Because even when you know TFO got that deal, that one point eight billion bailout, I saw people in the north of England saying, you know, oh, why why are we subsidising London's tra- transport? And I was like, you you lot for real. I mean, I don't want to be, you know, exaggerate that north-south divide, but come on, like, London can sustain itself, and London has been sustaining yeah. itself. It's only because of coronavirus. London, as much as people don't like it, London sustains the UK economy. Mm. It shouldn't be like that, obviously, that London, but it yeah. is what it is. Like, I mean, you may get a situation in the next 30 years where you are going to get economic hubs in Manchester and Birmingham and Liverpool, mm. pre-COVID would have been. You are going to get economic hubs there now. Now I don't. I'm not so sure because I think that office culture now is well and truly dead, and that is where most of that money comes from. They will try and bring it back. They've tried to bring it back during a pandemic. It didn't work, and they've had to go and backtrack on it now from working from home. Now, yeah, the last I mean, time I had a prep was February, so some... boy. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I've got a Costa on the high street. I've been visiting them just for their new Christmas drinks, the Terry's chocolate, orange hot chocolate. That is my no, they're a shout. They're a shout. I need to try that. Like, yeah, and they give you a little little chocolate with it as well. So, right. Disclosure, we are not in any way sponsored or affiliated with Costa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn down the sponsorship yeah, yeah. by any means. Yeah, but if they want to sponsor us by giving us, you know, bring back the gingerbread latte and, and the blackberry gatto hot chocolate as well. That, that last year... The gatto hot chocolate is there. Is that, there. That, that hit the spot every Friday. I was going into uni drinking that. 
I'll take a few thousand points from my Costa card. Middle class prat now, but anyway, it's the small things, guys. It's mm. the small things. Definitely, but yeah, yeah. I'd like to segue into football. Oh, go on. It's it's just it, it's it's frustrating, man. Uh, uh, United, they they. <sighs> One week with the Champagne Reds, next week it's Ollie out. I don't, I'm not gonna lie. When we went one 0 down against Everton today, I didn't care. I was just like, you know what, I like Ollie, but if this is the way it's gonna go, for the manager I've wanted for the past four years to finally join us. <laughs> I'll allow it. But when Bruno equalised, the top reds are going to be angry, but I'll, my initial reaction was, oh, now you want to fight for the team, yeah? But they always do that, man. That's the worst thing. Always. Whenever he's on the brink, they do a masterclass. All I'm going to say is, yeah, we're still not in as bad situation as we were at the start of last season. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. actually last 11 games, we've won seven of them in all competitions. Mm. Yeah, we've, we've lost three because Tottenham, Arsenal and... I don't even want to talk about that Istanbul game, but yeah. Mm. And the draw game. Basically, until that Istanbul game, I anticipated to... From when we got started that run-in from the Newcastle game onwards, I thought it was at least three games. And then we went and beat PSG, Leipzig, got a point at Chelsea. And then exactly. I started thinking, I beat Newcastle, and I was like... Oh, momentum. Exactly. We've done really well. Arsenal, please. I, I'm not taking the Arsenal game seriously for a number of years. I don't know why I haven't because we've not beaten them in about three years. Mm, that's true, you know. And then when they went and got that penalty and scored, I mean, it was lucky it was only 1 0. True. So, I'm, I'm astounded you've been quiet, not just for his conversation, but the last week. Because <laughs> I've just been had, chilling, man. I've had Viran and Curran like, gave me a lot of shit on Saturday night, but because I didn't engage with it, it, it didn't really matter much. But uh, I think I think they've sensed that they're they're at the point where they've kind of sensed that we're going through what they were going through under Emery, and it's just like I think a lot of teams pity us at that point. It's just like we're going outside at this point in time. They do not pity us. They're taking as much glee in it as possible for the first in years. But I will say the reason they're probably not going thingy is because they've been pretty shit this season as well, and mm. probably realizing Arteta isn't the one. That's yeah, Shemek, what's, what's going on in the Arsenal camp? It's been a bit... Arsenal fans have been a bit... I wouldn't say divided, but they've been a bit... I don't know. They haven't been as confident as they were before, like, under Emery. From an outsider's point of view, the style of football is akin to Tony Pulis, which is why I keep saying yeah, it's that different. Uh, Arteta is a Tony Pulis in an uh, ASOS dress set. So <laughs> make of that what you will. I mean, even if you look at it against Arsenal, that they were counter-attacking us. They should have been on the front foot against because we were. Sh- our, our biggest Achilles heel was always going to be our back four. I think going forward, we're up there with one of the best teams in the world. So I'm, mm. I don't care what anyone says about that. that. With that front sort of four or five players we have. Yeah, it, we should be winning games. Is is our back four? And the goals we can see this year have been comical at best. I mean that that first goal. Demba Bar humiliated us. That second goal was just as bad as well. I mean, four defenders are on one bloody side, one little area of the pitch. And it's just... Until we sign someone like Upamecano and until someone like Zwanzebi decides he's going to be the man, mm. the next Maguire, and, and it is going to be next to Maguire because they spent 80 million on Maguire. Yeah, they're not going to waste him. Yeah, I, I think we do, to be honest. Um, okay. he's, not, he's not available for that much. He's got a buyout clause. 
He's not going to go to Bayern Munich. He wants to play in England. I don't think City and Liverpool are going to be in for him because they've spent loads of money on centre-backs. Uh, no offence to you lot, but I don't think he's going to go to you guys. No, I think, you know what? You know what I saw this morning, which was a weird, a weird, weird huh? transfer rumour? So seeing as we've yeah. been using Pogba as a super sub recently, I've heard that, you know, yeah. his value may go down to 55 mil. And I'm seeing Arsenal fans just like, please, I'm on my knees. Let's get Pogba. have been him for three years and now they're fuck off, man. I mean, I do think Pogba goes in the summer and I think mm. it might potential fit. I don't think we're going to be in for Sancho. Now. Oh, no, no. I think Diallo's going to get, Diallo's going to be the man in about four or five years. The kid's only, what, 17, 18. But I think we'll all try and maybe go back to Juve and say, I'll tell you what, you can have Pogba if we can have Dybala. Mm-hmm. Just because is out of favour at Juve at the moment, Pirlo does not seem to like him at all. He's woefully out of form. Um, that, 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 that's a sign of screen for whether or not Dybala will turn around and say, yeah, I don't think he will, considering especially that the biggest draw for him to come to us would probably be playing with Pogba. That'll be my dream anyway. Dreams don't work out. They never do for me anyway. Nah. Can't speak things into existence. It gets jinxed. It'll never happen now. I mean... The league's been chaos this season, though. I mean, (sighs) we've had such a bad start going to the media, yeah. If we win our game in hand, we'll three points off the top. Yeah. I I was Arteta, by the way, on the five subs thing. Yeah, I don't get that as well. How they voted that down. Responsible. Hmm. Go on, go on, Shami. What's your point on, on that, uh, if you want to elaborate? I, I mean, the point is quite obvious, really. You want to make sure everyone's happy and the schedules are also not coming. So, um, yeah, it's quite tiring. Mm. I think especially well, with what's been going on, you've had such a small amount of games congested in. So it's yeah. Congested so many games, yeah. Period. And it's just exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get both sides of it because one side of it is if you give five subs, you're disadvantaged, lower team, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you've got to be pragmatic about it. Our schedule, when we come back, we're playing, playing 12 games in four weeks. Mm. And I think Solskjaer made the point today of saying that it's inexcusable how we played on Wednesday night and you've got us on early kickoff on a Saturday. And as a result, Luke Shaw's now out with a hamstring injury. I don't think... I think that would have happened anyway. He would have played three weeks from now and didn't have a game. Luke Shaw was going to get injured at some point. Yeah. We thank God Tellez is there again. But anyway, like, it's the mindset of, of, of the FA, English FA. I mean, like, they're saying, oh, yeah, sure, we'll give you a bailout to the lower clubs, but... It's going to be a loan. You're going to owe us money and interest on it. And also, we want ultimate control of all the rulings of the FA for the next 20, 30 years. That's essentially what their offer was. And the offer was from the likes of Manchester United and Liverpool. And the threat was, if you don't give us this, we'll go form a Super League. Yeah, this whole and European like, Super League, that just sounds insane, man. It's an American idea. And the reason it's come out is because... The top sort of 20 clubs in the world are about 50% owned by American owners at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're owned by bastards. Liverpool are owned by bastards. Arsenal are owned by bastards. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is owned by a bastard in that sense as well. So, like, it's, you know, and, and that American influence on the English game is going to be the ultimate undoing of it if something's not done. Um, from when they're charging fucking £15 for, to watch Burnley versus flipping... Fucking Crystal Palace v Leeds today. 50, who's paying 15 quid for that apart from Paul from fucking West Yorkshire? The fact, we, we, the fact we could pay 
fourteen ninety nine to watch Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, credit to some of the fans. What they've been doing is uh, mm. they've been making banks and uh, sorry, making food bank charities and donating fifteen pounds to there instead of paying for the game. That's brilliant. I think that that a few weeks for raising money for charities such as Fair Share. That's been great. I mean, it shouldn't be needed. Because the government mm. should be supporting people, considering, again, the amount of tax everyone does pay in this country. You think there should be enough money left over there when you're giving $130 billion to Serco. Man, we've got money. Yeah. They, they, they had a, like a £400 million contract for Test and Trace as well that they launched last week. I'm like, where, where are these lot getting this money from? Oh, oh, wait. I, I, need, I need to catch the other ones. So today morning, I found out like two of my housemates are showing symptoms. So they ordered in a test from NHS. Yeah. And they also tried to add me into the list just like check me as well. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, I cannot test myself because I am not here showing symptoms. Even though I'm living with two guys who are showing symptoms, that, that doesn't matter. Apparently, I cannot be tested yet. Well, that sums it up, doesn't it? That's a shit show. Jesus Christ, man. Now, I don't know about you guys. Have you exactly. I, download, I downloaded it, like, two weeks ago, and as soon as I downloaded it, imagine, right, two days... It just said, like, it's scanning, blah, blah, blah. So, basically, I'll show you what it looks like. Um, so, it looks like that. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's blurry, but you can kind of see it. Um, yeah. and it's basically scanning, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm at home, right, just chilling, watching Netflix, and then I see this notification on my phone, and it said, um, I don't remember what it said, but it said something like, um, a person you have been in contact with has te- tested positive. Uh, please stand by for further instructions. So I'm like, oh, here, here we go, here we fucking go. I knew it would happen, just a matter of when, not if. So I'm here waiting, thinking, oh, okay, shit, I'm about to get like a result telling me, you know, get tested or something. Then, ten minutes later, another uh, notification, exact same thing. I'm like, okay, shit, I've been in contact with two people. Five minutes later same notification five minutes later again so i'm just like i got to the point where i'm like okay this i got over the initial panic and i was just like okay i got about nine notifications telling me i've been in contact i go on twitter right what does it say oh nhs england have uh, launched an update to the app as there was a glitch telling people that they needed to self-isolate and that they may have been in contact when in fact they hadn't so i was like what so I haven't been been in contact with anyone that actually has it. It's just been telling me that. And apparently the, the app itself hasn't been correctly telling people to self-isolate. I think they missed about 70,000 people that they should have told to self-isolate, but they didn't. That's a, that's a big reason why I haven't downloaded it. I've actually got that, you know, COVID study. Mm. That's been around like March, April. And I think it's one that they've been using in Germany and France. I've got that. Mm, more effective. Like, that and it's far more effective but the government won't give the money because the nhs app not... is ass man honestly it's, it's <laughs> horrible Let's be honest, it should be called the circo app the only reason they've got that contract is because the person that runs it is the wife of a, uh, a tory councillor yeah yeah it's all a web yeah. corruption web that's all um, it is absolutely yeah it's all, all all of these contracts that the government, all these deals have been they've been doing during COVID has been to their friends. It's been mm. of those 
into any community in the UK. Uh, but the thing is, with that app, I was saying to Trevor yesterday, it, I went into the Play Store on Google Play for the first time on my phone in about four weeks, mm. and it automatically downloaded it as soon as I opened the Play Store. That's weird. Nineteen app. I think something similar has been happening on iPhones, mm. and I was like, remember, I always used to say at uni, it was like. I was like talking about my dad. He always used to say, "We're one person away, like one wrong person in charge from becoming a police state." I think we're there. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I think we're there now. And it's not just because of stuff like that. That's minuscule. But if you again, like you said earlier on the podcast, it's about these bills that are being put forward right now. They've pushed forward policy point immigration system, um, um, immigration points based system through the back door. I don't mm-hmm. think I've noticed, but no one's noticed it. It is actually a point system now. That's been forced through the back door at 11 o'clock at night one night. It's crazy, man. Honestly, it's, it's and, nuts. You know, this is what happens when you vote for someone that's in the majority. 90% of the people that vote for this are going to suffer, vote for them, are going to suffer the most. Mm. People are, I mean, our industry is going to be affected for the next few years, but in all in all, it will recover. Always. It's one of the first ones first ones to recover so when we say you shouldn't be voting for people like this it's because not because of the way it affects us in all honesty i mean me personally, I can, time, i'm not gonna lie i can give a shit it won't affect me, me. Mm. But, yeah exactly economically in the long term it will benefit me but i don't care really me i'm sort of i'm care about the welfare of the community well i've grown up in and mm. people torture around me i think everyone should have an equal foot in an equal foot start in life and I think half the problem is 90% of this country thinks they're entitled to wealth, uh, so they vote as if they're wealthy, even though they're on the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we'll probably likely remain on the poverty line, but they'll vote for people who, as Donald Trump put it, is, I'm pretty glad there's COVID around, at least I don't have to shake these people's hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, if we're, if we're quoting uh, Trump, can I call another... Uh, Indeed, Aristotle Trump. The winners from the losers is how a person reacts to each new twist of fate. Fucking hell. You know, in about 2,000 years' time, Trump's going to be revered as this person and there are going to be books on him like, God, like, what's it called again? Rules of War or 12 Laws of Power or something like that. That Shenzhou yeah. book, it's just going to be Donald Trump on it, and people are going to think this guy was some great philosopher or something. Meanwhile, at the time, the guy was an idiot. The same way how we fear really, Guy Fawkes. Uh, I, I really hope in the next 30 years, progress in some sort of way where we can look at this as a dark period of history and say, and this was the turning point. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, we said that after World War Two. We said that after the Berlin Wall fell. <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, after those events, there was an immediate reaction because you got the right governments True. in charge. But there wasn't a continuous thing of that because we have something called the 1980s. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, this year should be the year to open a lot of people's eyes with COVID, Black Lives Matter, and that fascist is being shown for what he is. It's going to be a long fight. It's going to be a long struggle. Uh, we put it this way: they've just elected someone who's black, female, uh, Asian to be vice president, the second, the highest, second highest position in the country, and one of the highest positions of office in the world. You've got to use that now as a point of progression because they had Obama in two thousand eight, and then somehow they went to Trump in twenty sixteen. And you. They, uh, 
I see more progression there than because can you handle heart ever say in your lifetime you're going to see a black PM and a black female PM? Not a black female PM. I think we're not going to lie. The conservatives have a lot of people lined up. I mean, where, where, if we want to mention the whole BAME business, I won't mention that. But Asia, in terms of Asian politicians, you know, Rishi is more or less kind of going to be the inheritor okay. from Boris. And then what I mean, you've got... What I mean by this, I mm. mean elected. Because Rishi's not going to be elected. And I don't think Rishi would win a general election just purely because he's brown. You know what? How I see it. It's tough. It depends on... There's so many factors, because Scotland, I'm not going to lie, whether we want to admit it or not, Scotland is the one buffer that is stopping Labour from winning an election outright. So if Absolutely. Scotland, if Scotland no, goes independent, yeah. then Labour have a chance. If not, they have to do a coalition. So more or less, the Tories have a free run. And even if... if I think how I see it, the whole, like... Islamophobia in this country is next level. I think they would be more palatable to electing someone like Rishi Sunak rather than Sajid Javid, just simply because he's a different religion. Yeah. 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 But I, I, but I, I know what you mean. To an extent, there's certain heartlands that would never want to. They would sooner vote Lib Dem or not vote. At yeah. All. No, I, I don't. I don't think Rishi Sunak would win a general election against Keir Starmer because of that reason. Mm. Because he's not. Right, I don't. People. It's true. You just just play the race card. You're you're in denial of the society you live in. You're probably part of the problem. Then, mm. if you're hearing that and disagree with me, just unfollow me off social media and block. <laughs> because like, if you can't admit to that, I, I've walked down Maidenhead High Street and been called Packy. Oh, get out. What the fuck are you doing around here, you wog? I'm like, well... <laughs> you I, know when you just have to I'm, kind I'm, of... I'm obviously not white, but I'm not the most obvious ethnic minority in the world, apart from when I have my beard. So, like... You know what? Sometimes you have to just laugh at the racism in this country because it's so wrong as well. It's like... Damn. Listen, it used, to, it used to rub me up the wrong way, and then there was one night I was walking in Blackheath... I used to live around there, and um, I was walking along, and then up in front of me, I was only about 12, 13, mm. I was walking along with my family, and then up ahead there was this uh, white girl walking um, with her boyfriend who was black, mm. this car drove by, uh, there's four white guys in it, started honking, and they were going to the black guy, me, mm. fuck you N-word, stop seeing our women, you fucking N-word, I'll fucking kill you, blah, 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 and he's like, I'll do you he's in as well you fucking you know this and that jesus i i'm 30 years old i'm actually started shouting back at the car and i started chasing after the car and two they're driving out 70 miles an hour they're gone and you're you're a fat little shit you're never catching up with that uh <laughs> insecurities uh and number two the guy in front of me do you want his reaction to it mm. he's laughing laughed shook his head and just sort of said shame on them and just carried on and mm. he says to me that's the attitude you can have to have with these people because you're going to experience it whatever you're feeling right now i think he feels 10 times worse yeah uh, i mean to be to be well, fair well, i mean we've encountered our own issues on a saturday night it doesn't say mm. much does it <laughs> i mean remember I, I still have flashbacks to third year remember that that situation after freshers uh, legally, uh, I remember aspects of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was an interesting night. 
Yeah, it was fun. It, it, yeah. was, it was fun. It, Shemek, you were a big help that night. A big help. Yeah, shout out to Shemek. But, um, well, in terms of the podcast, uh, that's us. Welcome back. Hope you've enjoyed listening to today's version and edition of Panda Podcast. Um, just a reminder to follow us on Spotify and subscribe. Uh, so you can receive updates of when we're posting podcasts. Uh, we're also going to be available on iTunes, so keep an eye out for updates for that. Uh, to receive those updates, we also now have a Twitter page. Follow us at Panda Podcast UK One. That's at Panda Podcast UK One, and drop us a follow on there and send us an at or a DM if you got any questions or topics you want us to cover. See you next time. Bye. Have a great time. <laughs>